Morning Blitz with Ross Volkmer. Continuing on the Morning Blitz here on a Monday morning as Winter Storm 2024 makes its way through the region. Ross Volker, Christian Peck, Dimmitt with you. We've gotten a few text messages from listeners saying thanks for being on the radio. Hey, we're glad to be here. We're able to do it. We're warm. We're happy. That's the best part. You know, we don't have to be out reporting live in the snow. Live from <laughs> out the snow, Christian Peck, Dimmitt here letting you know, uh, you know, we can be nice and warm from our studios and uh, – Hey, get people to... I might be doing that later today. So Hey, me, know, me, gotta... me too, probably, but you know what? That's all right. I, my goal is after I get done off the show, I'm going to go home and, and get this, get the shovels and get start scooping. Ooh. The key to me is consistently going out and shoveling so that I don't want to have to go out and shovel with a whole foot of snow if that is what comes. I don't want to deal with gotta that. you got to start early. So right? you start That's early right and you go often. That's the key. Uh, once again, before we get into weekend losers of the sports weekend here, uh, radio.net our closing and cancellations page. Go hit that up. You'll find all the things that have been closed or are going to be uh, postponed or canceled, including pretty much all school today is out. Uh, so be safe out there today. You can go to NWKS Radio on Facebook. You can find videos. You can find postings from the National Weather Service. Christina does a great job keeping that up to date as well. And uh, AM 730 Fox Sports Tri-State, which we are not on today, uh, AM 790 KXXX and Hot Country 97.9 has winter snow, winter storm 2024 coverage um, all day today and all through this storm. Joel is uh, hunkered down in the K- in the Colby studios with bread, milk, eggs is what I, what I heard. And so he's hunkered <laughs> down ready to uh, take this storm head on and keep you up to date with what's going on in our listening region. So uh, make sure you tune into that. After the Morning Blitz, of course, you want to have a nice little hour reprieve. That's where you come to us. And we'll be back on tomorrow morning. No matter how much snow, we'll be back on the air tomorrow morning. We'll be recapping the college football national championship between Michigan and Washington. Look forward to seeing how that all shakes out. So look forward to that. And and like I said, we got to keep moving here. We're, we're up against the clock. We always seem to run out of time on this show. But uh, let's push <laughs> forward with the weekend losers. Christian, you got about uh, 10 minutes to get your weekend losers in. We both do, I guess. So what do you got, first and Absolutely. foremost? Absolutely. Weekend losers, I told you, um, I don't like being this negative. Uh, I Hopefully, I come off as a little bit more positive. Maybe not. Uh, but I, I have way more losers than I do weekend winners this lovely Monday. And we're going to start with the Philadelphia Eagles. And I don't want to pat myself on the back too much, but I think the word I used a couple of weeks ago uh, was fraudulent. And I hate to uh, put such a harsh word on a football team, but just in the nature of, of calling my shot there. Uh, they they have struggled down the stretch, uh, and they took a brutal loss uh, to a very bad New York Giants football team. And, uh, oof. The, so the hold on here. You, end, you, I mean, so your loser is the Philadelphia Eagles? It is. Okay. It is. All right. There's a long setup there. The loser is the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. Oh, I, st- I said the, the Philadelphia Eagles. Um who have now lost five of their final six regular season games. The only win fit right in the middle of those five losses there was an eight-point win over, again, a bad New York Giants football team. Not the way that you thought this kind of juggernaut football team 
was going to end their season or have a season this way at all, uh, if you told me after the Super Bowl or anywhere along last season that one year from then the Philadelphia Eagles would be a wild card, little bit ridiculous uh, i'd i'd think you were crazy and um i i almost think you're crazy now but they have been playing some tough ball the offense seems disjointed for lack of a better word uh nick sirianni uh i've i've dabble uh into eagles twitter a little bit and people are not thrilled with the adjustments uh or lack thereof made by their head coach uh, there, there just seems to be a lack of clicking going on, and they lost a lot uh, in the secondary free agency-wise. C.J. Gardner-Johnson, a couple others, uh, stepping away from Philadelphia on the back end this offseason. And while they uh, picked up Jalen Carter and he shored up what is an incredible run defense, their pass defense continues to be a bugaboo and a big problem for them down the stretch of this season. And they have earned themselves with that loss and kind of going into this weekend, it was still kind of tough that they could have grabbed that division win. However, the loss, of course, cements them as a wild card. And it gives them uh, the only good thing is a trip to Tampa to play, of course, uh, the NFC South winners and the Buccaneers who, you know, if you're going to start your postseason against anyone in either conference, probably the Buccaneers, maybe the Steelers, but certainly among the division leaders, the Buccaneers uh, are the weakest of them. So you do have a little bit of a silver lining on this loser cloud, uh, but the Eagles just not playing good ball right now and take a brutal loss to end their season uh, in New York. I didn't watch much of this game. Did Jalen Hurts start? Did he not start? Marcus Mariota had more pass attempts than Jalen Hurts did. That is because he um, busted. Oh, that's his right. He busted his finger. That's through. right. He hurt yeah. his finger on that. So he did start. All their all their guys were playing. Okay, that was so. Just to let everybody know, that was my loser of the week was Philadelphia Eagles. So that was my loser. Oh, well, so there it's you go. it's okay. I'm not you. I'm not going to steal your thunder. So he's exactly right. The biggest thing is this was the team that when the season was rolling along in the heart of the middle of the season, we all thought, especially like they beat the Cowboys and they beat the Chiefs on the road. You're like, this team's an NFL. This is a Super Bowl team. Boy, how the tides have turned. Like you exactly said, Christian, they've lost five of their last six. And they've got now a dinged up quarterback. And I, I, I don't know what to expect out of Philadelphia. And, and, and here's the thing. Let, let's play this game. Which team, like, if you were to rank the teams, like, right now that are in the postseason and, and teams that, you know, that you would expect, like, if you were to sit here and say, man, what teams do you think will see early exits? I mean, the Dolphins and the, the Eagles are che- teams that could see early exits in this postseason, and those are teams in the middle of the season that you've been like, they could be Super Bowl champs. It's amazing. Amazing how quickly things have changed. And I don't even know what's happened for Philadelphia because I don't think it's been a lot of massive injuries that have hurt them. It's just a change, apparently, mentality in that locker room uh, that, that's changed. And I know the defense does not like Matt Patricia. We know that for a fact because apparently that has not worked out good for Nick Sirianni, obviously. So What? Darius Slay and Matt Patricia have beef? Who would have thought? Who could have told you that? But like. I, that that move to move him to DC and have him calling plays has fired backfired in the face of Sirianni and uh, it has not gone well for them and 
I don't know that there is a there's a quote unquote cancer in that locker room right now, and it's not good. And it would not surprise me one bit if they go down to Tampa Bay and get beat because that's how badly they are mentally right now. At the same time, it would not surprise me if they go down to Tampa Bay and blow the doors off of the Buccaneers because I don't think the NFC South is worth a darn this year. So I, I don't know. That's the thing about this upcoming Saturday and Sunday. And, you know, heck, we should all be inside safe because it's going to be single-digit temps. We should be able to watch these games. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's going to be super entertaining to see how this playoff shakes out because teams that we thought were Super Bowl contenders, now that we're here at the end of the season, look like the teams that got in on by the skin of their teeth, and they did. And will they even make a first-round victory, even make it into the second round out of the wild card? We'll see. Yeah, tough, tough way to end the season for the Eagles. Uh, I know we don't have a ton of time, so I'm going to fly through. Uh, a couple losers here. We're going to start with the Jacksonville Jaguars. They snapped their fingers. Another and, loser of uh, my weekend, yes, were the Jaguars. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're on the same wavelength here. You can tell we've been uh, – we're clicking here. Uh, they clicked their heels. They snapped their fingers. They did a little magic trick. Whatever you want to call it, the middle of this season, the, the Jaguars just suddenly were awful. I mean, ended the season – I'll let Ross expand more on that. Uh, but missed the playoffs and did it in ridiculously bad fashion. A loss to a very bad Titans team uh, where they had multiple chances at it. And Trevor Lawrence did not look good for the large majority of that football game. Uh, but a tough season down the stretch for Jacksonville, uh, who, like I said, just flipped a switch in the middle of the season and became awful. Uh, I will go with Gardner Minshew really quickly as another loser. Uh, had a great season filling in for Anthony Richardson. And this was maybe, maybe because of his play, he might get another chance somewhere else as a starter. But it's possible this is kind of his last stint here. And he started the last, I think it was eight or 10 games uh, for the Colts and played really good, had them in a position where they could have made the postseason. Uh, and instead, he completed just 13 passes on Saturday. In that uh, win and you're in game against uh, the Texans. And I will say part of that is the run game was working very well for them. 188 for Jonathan Taylor, who they especially leaned on in the second half in the fourth quarter, uh, who helped them get into a position to win. And then on uh, not only do you have 141 total passing yards if you're Minshew, uh, but you also throw a catchable albeit but a very off target football on fourth down that ends up ending your season and perhaps your career as a starter uh great guy Minshew very passionate football guy uh I think football guy is the perfect phrase for him and he had a really solid season uh but you gotta feel bad for him and I feel bad putting him in as a, as a loser of this weekend and the Texans played great taking nothing from them but oof Tough way to tough way to end the season. Gardner Minshew, if 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 someone doesn't pick him up and put him at a backup spot or a quarterback spot again, I'd be shocked. I mean, look, and w why would the Colts get rid of him? Because Anthony Richardson, the way he plays football, is probably going to get hurt again. <laughs> so you better be prepared with a backup. And Gardner Minshew knows how to play, and he's a winning quarterback. He's won in the NFL. He's going to find another job. Now he did have a dumb play. I remember seeing the sideline interaction between him and the head coach, and the coach was like, "That's on you. That's your fault." You know, because I think he missed that throw. Um, that was in the second quarter. Oh, second quarter that we happened. Were trying so to say that that was after the final play. Um, so that you, 
they were being misleading with that post. But yes, that no, it's it's right. Well. It's it's still he had a moment where it was on him, and you know that's going to happen. It's going to happen. I I would be shocked if Gardner Minshew is is not in an NFL uniform somewhere next year because he has proven oh, to win. At the, I meant at the his end. season as a starter might be done, or his career. Well, of course, his season as a starter is over. Starter. Now he his long time career. He, his career is a long time. He's starter. going to I be back, and he'll be back starting at some point in time because he's proven to come off the bench. And the way we, if, so. if there's anything that we've learned about the NFL this year, is that guys go down, and boy, there's been a lot of injuries this year. There'll probably be more next year. And especially the quarterback spot, and you need a reliable backup, and Gardner Minshew is that guy who can come in and win you games when you don't have your starter. So I feel fine with him. And as for the Jaguars, real quickly, they tried to go back-to-back postseason appearance for the first time since 1998, 1999. Didn't happen. Uh, Then the thing that really bugged me the most about it was the quarterback sneak. Guys, if they're allowing the tush push, if they're allowing it, why are we jumping over the lines? Why, Why are we doing this? That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Josh Allen tried it, didn't get it in last night's game. Just get behind your lineman and push. Or or do what the Chiefs and some other teams do. The little, do the little fake sneak, do the jet sweep reverse handoff and, and, and dive it that way. I, I don't care. If they're allowing you to push the quarterback, why are we jumping and trying to reach and putting you know a quick you know a snap in time in the hands of the officials? Bulldoze your way there and get the first down. If you're the Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence, if you're the Bills, Josh Allen. What are we doing? Please push yourself through the line and get the first down. It's a sneak. It's not a jump. Let's not do that. If you want to jump it, turn around, give it to a running back who can leap over the pile. So, I don't know. It, that drove me nuts last night. Push. The, 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 so far, it's not out. It's not, it's not illegal yet. Push him guy. And I'm not saying it's going to work as effectively as the Eagles, but I still think you can get a half a yard or a touchdown if that's what you need in those situations. So, anyway. What a great pick. I love that, actually. I love that as a... A little loser there. Is what the the people who do the the push? The people who try to jump over the oh the top. jump over the I top. Mean, I How saw dumb. the same thing, and I I appreciate you putting two and two together there because clearly I did not. You're absolutely right. Stupid. Watching Allen, he's like six five. He's a monster, and you're like I'm gonna leap over the top of everybody on this. I think it's ridiculous. No, you're absolutely. Bulldoze right. your way in there. Get in there and do that. Gosh, that's so stupid. Okay. We have to get to our final break. When we come back, we'll wrap up the show next. You're listening to The Morning Blitz here on a Monday.